0: Jaja, ja, homie, my uh, main uh, man, uh, quick. Uh,
1: before uh, the separatists uh, attack, get into uh, the escape uh, pod. Hey! This is escape! And where the pod. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ!
0: <coughs>
1: Welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod. And man, Star Wars Celebration is right around the corner. Blake and I have actually been to Star Wars Celebration before, however we're sadly not going this year. We do have some tips for uh, those of you who are going though, maybe it's your first time, maybe uh, maybe you're a Celebration uh, veteran, maybe you've been to more than we have, but uh, we figured we would put together a Know Before You Go episode and maybe even talk about Celebration in general, what you can do to enjoy Celebration at home and the content we have on the podcast coming to you at light speed bringing you all those star wars news and headlines when celebration hits so let's climb aboard the escape pod once again and meet up blake to chat all about star wars celebration There's that fanfare, the very classic 20th Century Fox fanfare that's that's uh, prominently displayed in front of every single Star Wars movie. And oh man, except
0: for the sequels.
1: Except for the sequels, yes. Yeah, um, spin It's an interesting. That was
0: a, a point of contention. A lot of people online were speculating if they're gonna do something
1: similar, so they
0: all feel the same at the beginning, and they they didn't. They just cut straight to the film.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know something about the fanfare is uh, it's. I mean, it's called the fanfare. I mean, you know, I, I just, think yeah. of, uh, just think of a big parade or something whenever it plays, but uh, <laughs> and it's grandiose. And that's basically what celebration is around the corner. Fun fact about the fanfare, it was taken out of the, the movies for a little while when Disney had purchased Lucasfilm and the films and all that. Um, and then when they purchased Fox, they were able to put it back. So. <laughs>
0: oh really? Yeah. I didn't they that they actually put it back after that.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's there was a short period of time in which I feel like the the movies didn't have it anymore, and and uh, it was very brief. But but you're right though. The the sequels never never had the the fanfare. Neither did Solo or uh, Rogue One. So it's interesting yeah. because maybe going forward, I don't know if this is going to happen or not. But maybe uh, maybe the future Star Wars films might actually have it.
0: Who knows? I mean, I guess they could. Uh, they could if they of, wanted to. I don't, know, I don't know if there's a point I, I though. Doubt it. Yeah, the so thing's like it's not actually connected to Fox, so
1: like, why yeah. would they do that? Right. I don't know. It's just something, something nostalgic about it.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying I'm opposed to them doing it because I love that tune. Even if they just stole a tune and like put something else in front of it, I don't know if they could get away with the that. Disney Castle. Yeah, because yeah, I said, actually, I was picturing in my head as Disney Castle with the Fox fanfare music.
1: Magical. Alright everyone <laughs> okay. oh. Welcome to the next Star Wars movie everyone! Oh, next Star Wars? Oh! It's... Pluto! It's... it's episode ten! I dream better now baby! Huh? Oh. Yuh-oh! Yeah. Um, <laughs> I
0: can't believe they they allow Mickey to voice for every single Disney movie. That's oh man, crazy.
1: It's crazy, yeah.
0: <laughs> Welcome to episode one, everyone.
1: Uh, <laughs> Got to get the laugh in there. Um, yeah, so celebration around the corner. It's a uh, it's a good time to be alive. You know, it's so, so much Star Wars stuff to look forward to, and um, I'm, I don't know. I'm pretty just disappointed. Because I'm not going to be there. (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny because uh, this is kind of, uh, I guess, you know, you and I being doing this no before you go sort of thing, I guess it kind of gives us an opportunity to inform uh, our listeners and people who might be going for the first time uh, what our experience was like at Celebration 2017, which was held in Florida. It was uh, prior to the release of The Last Jedi. And uh, if anyone listened to our deleted scenes um, podcast episode, you'll know we we, we kind of dropped that information in there. Um, but uh, you know, there's a, there's a there's something very special about being down at Celebration because we had never really been to uh, any kind of large convention of that sort before. Uh, we'd only really been to a very small local one, which was held uh, in our home city, and and uh, that was it, right? So we'd never really experienced like the grandiose of an American celebration uh uh you know comic style convention right like you know we've never oh, been comic-con or anything like that i'll never forget the day that we were standing there looking over the balcony at just almost what seems to be almost a thousand people dressed in mandalorian gear just yeah. chanting and you know for the photo so op. Cool. it was the coolest thing i was like man that is absolutely insane and and seeing all these like passionate fans you know really humbles you in in a really uh significant way because uh you know, I think uh, a lot of us might be uh, just that Star Wars guy in our social circle. Right. And to, to this is thousands of that Star Wars guys. Yeah, together. yeah, exactly. It's all <laughs> thousands of Star Wars guys in that one place. And it's like, man, it's like I duplicated me, you know, uh, you know, 10,000 times over and we're all <laughs> hanging out in the same room. Like it's it's kind of nuts, you know, uh, uh, man.
0: Yeah. Speaking of humbling, though, what really humbled me was the first day we're trying to make our way in and there's a lineup that's probably 10 miles long oh. and you're just moving one step at a time and in that florida uh, sun it's a Fahrenheit. yeah but it, in celsius it was like 40 degrees and the concrete is just boiling up and people are passing out on the side on the sidewalks trying to get in it was crazy it was nuts. I, uh, they were not prepared for that. They were enforcing. So yeah. No, I think because what happened was they're trying to force everyone through security, but they only had like one or two scanners. So then everyone had to, everyone attending had to go through a single file.
1: Yeah, it was brutal. It was crazy. Thousands of people. Yeah. And I don't even know the count of how many people were there, but I feel like, uh, it really did fill up the convention center to not its maximum potential because surprisingly there were, I remember seeing empty hallways where there was like rooms once you started going further away from like the main right. center and stuff there were still very quiet sections of the convention center which was crazy. Where you could hang out it was with people so with their kids big. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it, people chilling along the hallway walls kind of like in high school, you know, people sitting against yeah. their lockers. Uh but yeah, it was it was uh it was crazy, man. Like like I just remembered like the 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 large scale of this thing. Like I, walking inside the convention center in Florida. I know this one is held in in uh in California this time, but um uh, it made me feel like I was in like the 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 Jedi temple or like the the Senate building or something. you know I've never seen a building so big, just just the s- scale of it, you know,
0: like oh, yeah, floor to ceiling, like a,
1: an arena five times over, yeah, it was nuts <laughs> um so uh there's always that to look forward to if anyone's never seen a building quite that size before that's that's just one of those one of those weird things. I was like, this is kind of awesome. <laughs> And I don't know about
0: this one, but when we went, the Florida convention center is actually attached to a hotel. So you don't have to leave the building.
1: Right. Yeah. Those uh, lucky people staying in that hotel. I mean, uh, we were, we're booked uh, up so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Those those hotels are now gone. Probably. Obviously. I mean, uh, what I remember when we bought tickets to Celebration, it was gone like that. You know, like the hotel oh, yeah. around the corner and attached to the convention center was just booked up almost an And for the next like, 10
0: kilometers or. I guess that would be six miles.
1: Yeah, yeah, we had to find something that was about a fifteen to seventeen minute cab ride away, and fortunately, we had a really fabulous uh, taxi driver. Or, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's you that know. guy's name? Oh man, uh, yeah, you're. Uh, I feel. I feel like. Uh, oh dang, man! I I I, 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 I kind of. I kind of it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember but he was a really, oh, he was a fabulous guy. Um, Such a nice guy. It's gonna come to me in like-
0: Our first tip, if you, oh, maybe don't go with a, a company taxi because we we ended up getting, I guess it was more of like a private car and the, the guy liked us so much that he just let us, he gave us his personal number and then he became kind of like our private driver for the entire yeah, event. It was awesome. It was sweet.
1: I mean, uh, there was this huge long lineup for all the all the yellow cabs, and of course, these days Uber and and Lyft is quite popular. Uh, but uh, you know, we we being not American citizens, we didn't have a, a way to necessarily quite easily text um, or use data or anything like that. And uh, the Wi Fi is quite shoddy in a in a building of that scale. Uh, so it was always quite. You know, it it was a bit of a challenge, like, okay, how are we going to get a hold of a taxi? Fortunately, they know that there's a convention happening, but there's this huge, long lineup to get into one of those cabs. So we saw one black kind of Lincoln, you know, off the side. I forget who. saw it It was it was we went with two friends of ours and uh, someone saw it and and was like, hey, what about this one? So we, you know, we all ran over and checked with the driver and uh, and he he was like, oh, yeah, 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 I can take you. uh, He's like, you got money? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So you get in this cab, it's like, it's not even like a yellow cab. Like it's it's like a nice, it's been a, it's like his own vehicle, which was a, it's a Lincoln, which is first of all, like a luxury um, American branded vehicle, quite heavy, leather leather seats, you know, the whole nine yards, tinted windows. We look like boss, you know, going, going, Darren too you know and what be- I think
0: happened was he came in and I believe Anthony Daniels got out and then we just came in the
1: other side and He was like good dude <laughs> I wish <laughs> uh, but yeah Still it was sweet. like
0: Anthony Daniels in here
1: <laughs> such a nice guy though I mean you know he gave us his business card he uh, he told us to uh, give him a call whenever we needed to ride uh, to and from and uh, you know, we kind of gave him our rough schedule as to when we'll be calling, and he he basically said to us, uh, "Well, I'm I'm up all night. You know, I, I don't sleep uh, necessarily that much at home. I get three hours of sleep every night, and, and that's it." Crazy hardworking that. guy. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty nuts. He had a he had a young kid, and uh, I think he was kind of the breadwinner of his family and such. And um, at the time, I don't think Uber and Lyft was really that big. Like it was still kind of relying on the yellow cabs sort of th- things. So, right, yeah,
0: it was like just before that.
1: Yeah, just before the Uber hype. Uh, so we had his number and we were able to kind of just, uh, you know, message him. Um, I think one of us had a phone that did have access to uh, the, the state's service. Uh, ben did, service. Yeah. yeah. that's right. So so we were able to, to reach him on that, but uh, man, it was a it was a cool experience. And by the end of the week, we, we got to know him uh, really well, really nice guy. So, you know, find yourself a private cab driver. <laughs>
0: Yep. The trick is just tip well on the first first drive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so some crazy things to know about celebration this year is they've completely um, I remember when we were there, uh, you know, the, the, the as you were mentioning before, the lineup was just so absurdly long. I feel like they were just unprepared for the amount of people that maybe they oversold tickets and expected some people wouldn't show. I don't really know how their planning works, but um, I, feel I like- think it was all of that security thing because the next two days were fine yeah well it was also like the so i don't know if the previous celebrations were like this but getting into any of the panels was always really tough and uh like you said at the beginning that you're kind of sad i mean we're all sad that we're not able to attend this year but um but enjoying celebration from home is almost you almost catch more stuff while you're at home because unless at least in the moment unless you, you can't yeah unless they're private panels um, the big ones, though, where they release all the big information, that stuff is uh, kind of when the convention happens, you know, they stream it online as well. The news is just accessible for everyone. But if you're not able to get into one of the stages that's screening or live for, the, for that particular panel then you pretty much miss the news until your phone goes off and then you hear from it afterwards, right? Whereas people sitting on their couch at home watching this thing on YouTube, they get it right away just like everybody else, right? So there is kind of this thing where while you're at Celebration, if you're not in a panel, you're busy, 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 you know, walking around shopping. You might be in a different panel, like a fan panel or something that might be happening at the same time as like a a big one. They do try to stagger them all very uh, uh, well so that you can catch... Uh, a great amount of, you know, majority of things. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, what would you say about about the running around that we had to do? We did a lot of walking.
0: <laughs> we did a lot of walking. It's definitely bring water, especially for outside. Yeah, because I know this year they also have overflow rooms where when we went, they didn't have that.
1: Yeah, that's a great thing. So uh, so they learned from 2017. And we're in, the guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah, we're the guinea pigs of, like, the mass – uh, the mass, uh, you know, scale of a celebration, because, um, if I'm not mistaken, the only previous celebration that happened before, um, before the one that we went to was actually before Disney bought the, uh, the company, if I'm not completely off there. Um, let me just, uh, let me just verify that for a second. Yeah. So celebration Orlando, it was, yeah, April uh, 13th to the 16th in 2017. And um, the one prior to that was 2000. And, oh, sorry, I'm wrong. Um, 2016, but that was in London. So that one doesn't really count because it was a bit smaller. Um, doesn't count. Doesn't, doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of listeners in England. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm glad you guys got a celebration to go to. It was only held in uh, London twice so far in its history. Which uh, was Celebration Europe in 2007, and yep. Celebration uh, uh, Celebration Three in 20 uh, Sorry, Celebration Europe Three, 2016, and it looks like Celebration T- Europe Two was in uh, Germany, uh, and that was the first one under oh, Disney. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the first one under Disney. The only one prior to 2013 was uh, Celebration Six, held in 2012. And uh, the one prior, Celebration 5, were both in Florida, which was the last two that George Lucas uh, had held. And uh, that was where they announced the episodes 1 through 6 3D re-release, which when Disney bought the company, they only ended up releasing episode 1 before the other ones uh, ended up getting canceled as far as the 3D conversion uh, releases goes, that is. Um, So... Ours was definitely the biggest because the Europe one was quite small, and the only one prior to that in uh, America held by Disney was the Anaheim 2015 celebration. So I don't know if 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 maybe there was a larger following of Star Wars fans by the time 2017 rolled around or what, but um, it seems that like they've changed the way that they do things. So uh,
0: Yeah, fair enough. Because I guess it was right after... Force Awakens came out, so it's probably a whole bunch of people who are either new fans or fans who are reinvigorated because prior to that was just Clone Wars coming out.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was a lot more Star Wars stuff going on, and uh, um, I feel like the first Disney Anaheim one must have been insanely big as well, but um, the one after, I guess, The Last Jedi with Celebration Orlando, Orlando has a lot more space as far as, you know, theme parks and stuff. Everything's just bigger over there, so... Maybe they were able to host. Yeah, maybe they were able to host way more people. And then they quickly realized oh, well, we can accommodate this amount of people in this kind of space, but it just means we have to manage how we're doing things a little better. Because there were tents inside the convention center, people would camp out and wait for the morning to roll around to get their wristbands, which is what you needed to get into a panel. And uh, they've completely reinvented the system now.
0: Yeah, I had learning experience with that one. I'm glad they're not doing that anymore. That was awful.
1: Yeah. So let's take a quick look at uh, what things will be like for people who are going to be there in person. Um, so I'm just trying to pull up the uh, the article here. So it looks like they've got a new system called, um, what's it called here? Virtual panel. Virtual panel selection. So virtual panel selection is um, the first uh, for the first panel of each day on the celebration stage, the galaxy stage and the twin sun stage will open at uh, Thursday, May 12th uh, on uh, at 8 a.m. through Thursday, May 19th. Uh, You do not need to rush in uh, to enter on uh, May 12th. Virtual panel selection will be open for a week for your convenience. And the time in which you enter does not impact your chances of being selected. Uh, Funko and Lego will also be utilizing an advanced virtual selection process to provide more fans the opportunity to purchase exclusive items from their booth during the dedicated shopping window. Uh, you will be able to enter and manage exclusive item requests via the same random selection process described above for panels. You can only be selected for a shopping window on the day that you have a badge for Star Wars Celebration. So that already is way different than how we had to do it because if we wanted a Celebration exclusive of some kind, we had to wait in some, like, two-hour lineup. And uh, yeah. once you get through then, that lineup... you get they, to the
0: front and it's sold out. Yeah,
1: and then there would be nothing left. So So right away, that's already way more fair. Um, It's completely eliminated the need for a lineup at all. And uh, that applies to both the panels and uh, the merchandise, which is huge because there's so many people who get to that front of the lineup. They wait for a while just to make sure they get the stuff. And then the next thing you know, they're selling it online for quadruple the price that they bought it for. And it's like, how fair is that? I mean... (laughs) I mean, it, like, it's, it's, it is, it's what it is, man. It is what it is. But at the same time, it's like, OK, come on, guys. I mean, you know, leave some for the rest of them. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I
0: recall when we went, there was limited numbers. So they'd only let you buy, I believe, two. Most places were two because people will often buy one for themselves and then one to sell.
1: Yeah. Or they buy one to open and one to keep in the box, um, yeah. which then, yeah, they later sell or they'll keep as a, just a collectible that's in the box. Um, So yeah, I feel similar because
0: like to so what well, we got. We bought the uh, the Luke Skywalker limited edition.
1: Yeah, the Luke Skywalker Hasbro Black Series six inch figure on the Empire Strikes Back reflective That's card right. back. <laughs> Sorry, That's a new hope, on. a new hope 40th anniversary reflective card back. Yeah, yeah a lot of people, 40th people already, people who know what that one is are like drooling as we're talking about here. Yeah. Yes, we own one. <laughs> is it that rare? I haven't looked into it. It, it is. It is pretty rare. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I felt like there were so many We were there that they were everywhere. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Um, I remember when we got to the Timothy Zahn signing booth, um, they had already run out of the Celebration edition of the Thrawn novel. And at that point, they were only giving away the uh, Barnes and Noble exclusive version, which was just basically right. the same as the regular version, except instead of a white background, there was a black background, whereas the Celebration exclusive one had uh, blue edges on the pages and a completely different cover. So, I think I got uh, the regular one then. Yeah, we got the regular Barnes and Noble exclusive one. So, yeah, um, it, it is what it is. But, uh, but yeah, now at least there's like a random selection process. It's basically a lottery. So, if you want to buy a particular thing, you put your name into this. Uh, I guess I assume it's on through the website or through an app or something. And uh, you are able to randomly be selected. And if you're one of the lucky people, then that's great. And uh, possibly they've tried to do their best to make sure that. Uh, there's enough that almost everyone gets one, uh, which is which is kind of nice as well. So um, maybe I missed that. Are the
0: panels randomized as well?
1: Yeah. So all the big main panels oh, are randomized. Yeah. yeah. So so to get into that stuff, it's it's the same deal. I guess the only
0: downside then is if you go with friends and you don't all get in, that's awful.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that that's the only kind of downside. Maybe you have to put in how many seats you want, um, or something like that. I don't know exactly the process as to how it works. I would assume it it's co- in coordination with your ticket, so um, everyone with a with a with a particular ticket is is kind of it's a one for one sort of deal. So yeah, that would be unfortunate if not everyone got in. But um, it would also be very unfortunate if you happen to be that one guy in celebration where the odds are stacked against you and you just literally put your name for everything and you don't get a single thing like that would really, really suck. And I'm sure somebody is probably going to end up with that short end of the stick based on the way the system is about to go. Unless there's some sort of system in place where they're able to tell if you haven't been able to get anything, then maybe they just fast track your name. Um, But that would be doing this <laughs> random process is still kind of a... It's yeah still I, I, that's holes. what
0: i would hope they would do is they would be able to tell who got what and then they can reduce or increase your chance you're likely to end up getting something yeah that's that's but how i, I d- hope but i don't personally i don't think they would put in that much effort no it doesn't sound like it sounds completely random com- yeah just dice roll every time
1: yep so
0: what they do is each person who applies there's a guy in the back room and he rolls a chance cube and then you either get it or you don't
1: yeah <laughs> So virtual panel and exhibitor shopping selection is now live. Uh, virtual panel and exhibitor shopping selections are, all, are now live. There is no rush to submit your selections. Uh, the time that you enter does not impact your chances of being randomly selected. Um, but you do have to make your selections before Sunday, May 22nd at 1159 p.m. This is all Pacific Standard Time uh, when selections close. Uh, You'll be notified about your selections on Monday, May 23rd by 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, As a reminder, you'll be able to make selections for the first panel of each day on the Celebration Stage, Galaxy Stage, and the Twin Sun Stage, as well as exhibitor shopping experiences from Funko and Loungefly. Head to the website to learn more about the virtual panel and exhibitor shopping selection process. That would be the Star Wars Celebration website which there is a dedicated site for. And uh, let's, uh, let's quickly mention about this Lightspeed, Lightspeed Lane reservation thing as well, because that's that's new as well this this year, unless they implemented that at the last one, because there's been two celebrations since we were at the 2017 one, and uh, both of them have been held uh, in different states. Uh, these, the last one was Celebration Chicago in 2019. And uh, this year, the 2022 Anaheim uh, Celebration 2 is the, the second one now to be held in, uh, in Anaheim, I guess, if it's Celebration 2, um, under the... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so it's not, the, it's not the second one to be held in California, but it's the second one to be held specifically in Anaheim. Uh, so... Let's uh, take a look at what Lightspeed Lane is. Uh, The Lightspeed Lane reservation system may be used to reserve a time to shop in the Celebration store or attend panels on the Galaxy and Twin Sun stages without the need to stand in line. Fans will use the Star Wars Celebration mobile app or the Celebration website to reserve a window of time that they will be allowed to use the Lightspeed Lane entrance Uh, to the store, or for a panel. Uh, We encourage you to arrive at least 30 minutes prior to the panel reservation to ensure admission, and you will need to scan your badge to enter. Uh, Lightspeed Lane reservations are not available for the Celebration stage. Uh, To use the Lightspeed Lane reservation system, you must have a valid badge for Star Wars Celebration. You must activate your badge when you receive it, an activated badge is required to access the system and claim your reservations. Uh badge activation will open in the next week at uh, swca two dot com slash activate. Lightspeed lane reservations will open daily at nine AM Pacific Standard Time Thursday through Sunday. You may not make a reservation prior to nine AM Pacific Standard Time each morning. Um so there you have it. Lightspeed lane is a bit like uh, uh bit like um Light- pass. Yeah. Yeah. A bit like, uh, the new lightning lane at Disney, uh, that, um, has replaced the, the old fast pass system, but it's the same idea. Um, so it's kind of cool that they're once again, kind of making it a little easier for people to avoid the lineups and just get in, um, if, uh, you know, when they're given the window of time to do that, it gives them more time to look around, more time to shop, more time to actually enjoy your time and not just stand around in the lineup.
0: <laughs> so this is a free service. And then I assume next year it'll be a paid service.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if Disney, if Disney yeah. follows Trent. <laughs> yeah. You got the right idea there. <laughs> <laughs> um, So there's was, a, there was some really cool guests when we were at Celebration. I mean, not only did George Lucas show up, uh, but uh, John Williams was there. And uh, so many others: uh, Anthony Daniels, uh, Mark Hamill. Uh, of course, recently, when when we had hit celebration, only the year prior was uh, when we all lost Carrie Fisher, and uh, there was a, right. a, a lovely send off for her as well. And uh, I th- and an exclusive poster, an exclusive poster given out. Yep. Um, so uh, you know, you can always you can always look forward to all the uh, very special guests going. I'm sure everyone who has a ticket right now is able to. Uh, well, they probably, you probably already know who's going to be there, but uh, some of the more notable guests that will be there is uh, Giancarlo Esposito, which plays Moff Gideon in The Mandalorian. Uh, Katie Sackhoff will be there, Bo-Katan Kryze. Ian McDermott as Emperor Palpatine and Kelly Marie Tran as Rose Tico uh, are all going to be special guests. Uh, Tamara Morrison, which is Boba Fett and Jango Fett. Uh, we'll have the voice actor for Omega from the Bad Batch, whose name is Michelle Lang, the upcoming Grand Inquisitor live action version played by Rupert Friend in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, and voice actors Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka Tano. I know uh, Matt Lanter will also be there as Anakin Skywalker, and it looks like Ezra, uh, Ezra, uh, Taylor Gray, uh, who plays Ezra from Star Wars Rebels, uh, is also going to make an appearance. And uh, so many more. I know there's tons of authors yep. that are gonna be there uh, doing signings and uh, probably even reveals of certain things and um, uh, you know it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good time to be there in person to get your things signed uh, so you know pack some space in your luggage to bring some things to to be signed you know so you can whip it out if you see the person and, uh, yeah, you know.
0: definitely plan ahead. Because if I had known Son was going to be there, I would have brought my original hardcover. Yeah, you at, mentioned at The that. Thrawn trilogy. Yeah. Uh, and then they had one there, and I almost bought it just to get it signed. And then I decided to buy the new one instead. And I've regretted it and wish I bought the original one ever since.
1: <laughs> yeah, speaking of speaking of the Thrawn trilogy, I mean, uh, they've, they, they're republishing all the old Legends books under a new uh, Essential Legends Collections banner now. Um, which contains new artwork on the cover, on the spine, all that stuff. They're coming out with an entirely new trilogy box for the old *Heir to the Empire* trilogy. So That's anyone cool. anyone who has that um, or doesn't have it, maybe I'm sure they'll probably be selling it while you're down there. But um, but if you have an old copy of uh, of the Thrawn trilogy, um, make sure you bring it uh, to get signed. And just as a heads up, when when these authors and stuff sign. The books, they don't always just put their name down. They sometimes ask you, um, who is it for or, or whatever. They try and get something out of you that they actually try to personalize it. And um,
0: so it's harder to sell it. It's
1: online. harder to sell it online. Yep. So anyone listening who's planning on getting something to signed to sell, uh, just be aware if you're bringing it to get signed, you might actually be devaluing your product um, by getting it personalized because uh, that's probably what they'll do and if you ask them not to do it they might refuse to sign it <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't take my chances <laughs> yeah fair enough i know the
0: i believe the uh, the thron novel i got is personalized so mine is too yeah
1: that was it the says, um the Thrawn the, the newer Thrawn novel yeah it says bye bye blake good riddance <laughs> no it doesn't <laughs>
0: <laughs> could you imagine that'd be pretty funny
1: <laughs> man if 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 um i don't know if sam jackson's gonna be there but i know what i would get him to to put on my uh, attack of the clones uh disc
0: this party's over <laughs> i thought you're gonna do a badass mother and then have like a bleep sound
1: yeah <laughs> yeah no kidding eh yeah. Um, t- <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's actually also a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's um, interesting.
0: How come Hayden Christensen or Ewan aren't there? That's very surprising to me.
1: I. Uh, you know. I. I. Uh, I actually don't really know. Maybe I missed the news on that. But I feel like. Well, I feel like Ewan McGregor is going to be there. If I'm not
0: mistaken. I feel like he should be. It's like. <laughs> Uh, almost right before his show is being released. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. What's up with that? I mean, I, I, I took some screenshots Is of, on the same weekend? Uh, well, they've slowly been kind of hyping up Celebration with releasing the uh, the guests um, as they've become available. Um, uh, A- Amy Allen is going to be there, who played Ayla Secura in the prequels. Um, Anthony Daniels, of course, who plays C-3PO. Billy Lord, who is uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter. Carl Weathers, will be there as um i bet warwick will be there
0: as well warwick davis
1: warwick oh warwick's always there (laughs) uh daniel host last time over there daniel logan will be there as um young boba and uh yes ewan mcgregor will be there as Uh, obi-wan kenobi um i know we uh, emphasize the fact that george's son jet lucas will be there who plays the uh little jedi who gets murdered in front of bale organa
0: do you think he learned to forge his dad's signature Like most of us did with our parents I don't know I mean, <laughs> Get him to sign some stuff yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> It'd be Kind of funny You know it's funny because uh, Hayden Christensen Was actually at Star Wars Celebration 2017 when we were there And that was before Kenobi was even a, a thing I feel like um, But it doesn't look like he's actually on the list So oh. I don't know Maybe he's gonna. Maybe he's a surprise appearance or something I have no idea well, he showed up the year we were there. He did, yeah. And, and it was kind of a... I don't think it was planned. I think it no, was it was, sort uh, of it was very spontaneous.
0: And he was on the, the stage that was in front of all of the different shops, not even a private panel.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you could really kind of see him up close. Um, Sam Witwer will be there as well, voice of Darth Maul. Uh, but yeah, that being said about Hayden, I mean, uh, you know, there's always going to be surprise... There's always the chance that you can have surprise guests show up without them actually putting it on the website, and uh, they also do that in part to drive kind of the online activity buzz as well. Because if someone famous shows up to celebration, you know everyone's going to be tweeting about it and messaging people about it and sending links to the video, which is going to be the the celebration live panel uh, uh, streaming on YouTube and whatever else. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of neat how they how they. You know, they make it feel as if as if uh, uh, so many uh, of these um, actors and such and, and voice actors and uh, people like authors and everything else, artists and those just everyone, you know, it feels like so many people are there representing various parts of the saga, which is so cool.
0: Oh, yeah. And something that I learned while we were there is they're kind of sneaky about some stuff so they won't necessarily announce if someone's going to be at a specific panel Mm -hmm. so i know there was a panel when we went just called the women of star wars and a lot of panels are sold out and this one was not and then later afterwards we found out that uh that ray was there oh daisy ridley Yeah, Daisy Ridley was at the panel in person and it wasn't announced anywhere. It was kind of like a surprise thing But if you think about oh this panel it makes Mm -hmm. sense so Don't necessarily blow something off if it seems like it maybe isn't your first choice because it could be a surprise there
1: Yeah, you're so right. I mean there was definitely um, uh, There was another one that we went to which they had uh, who was it I think was it one of the pilots? One of the X-wing pilots they had there, yeah, and Wedge. Wedge, Yeah, they had Wedge there Yeah, the a Wedge actor. It was his first and so far, I think maybe only appearance at a celebration, and uh, mm-hmm. so it was. It was a panel that we were like, ah, well, that's what's left, kind of thing, you know. Let's uh, let's go to that one, I guess. And it actually yeah. was actually was really good. Like it, you know, it was entertaining and. and it wasn't boring or anything like that, but it yeah. sounded boring. Like when we looked at the titles, like, oh, that's it? And
0: Yeah. It was smaller. It was a smaller panel. And it had a whole bunch of the original X Wing pilots from from A New Hope. Yeah. And they also had it was just after the passing of uh, the guy who did the voice of Admiral Akbar. Mm, right. And I recall they allowed people to ask questions, and our friend Bryce, who's been on the show, uh, he asked the guy who did the puppeteering of Admiral Akbar if they, because they're all voice actors, they do like cartoons and stuff. He he asked them if they would do an Admiral Akbar impression for like their late friend, and they all just got really awkward and did do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, it's panels like that that they don't record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, so you can't watch them later, so it's almost like it, it kind of sucks to not get into the big ones. Yes. Um, but, you know, don't be too disappointed because the big ones, you can always watch them later. Um, the, the really interesting ones definitely, um, ironically, are sometimes these smaller panels that less people sign up for immediately. Because, you know, our, our first reaction is, you know, we're down at Celebration. Yeah, I want to be in the panel with uh, Dave Filoni and John Favreau talking about all the new stuff. Right. Like, of course, everyone wants to be in that panel. Um, And now, thankfully, they've done this system where if you don't get into the main stage for that, you can at least get into one of the other big stage rooms where they're projecting the live show on a big screen. And you're in an audience as well with so many other people. So you still get that audience vibe still better than watching at home on your couch. um, But, uh, you know, because you get the audience reactions to new reveals and people coming out on stage and all that stuff. uh, But uh, at least they've made that a thing. Because if before when we were there, I feel like they didn't have that if I'm not mistaken no,
0: they didn't so a lot of the big panels that sold out immediately, we had to watch them online afterwards,
1: yeah, yeah it, which which was kind of rubbish because it's like, well, you know, what are we doing like we're we're shopping around looking at like you know eventually the the shops get old because you you see everything pretty quickly after two days and and then after that it's like well you've seen all the same stuff it's more just like yeah can we get to things in time for the certain like product reveals exclusives all that stuff um, yeah and i know
0: when we went uh the first day we went uh, we got in super late because of the massive lineup so it was kind of a write-off for all the panels that day and the second day we showed up i think we were there at like Five thirty 30 or 6 a.m. and it was still everything was already sold out
1: yeah it was crazy because people just stay in their tents and you know line up but again that system's now that's an old thing now now, yeah, now it's thankfully. all about the lightning lane yeah. and the app and online reservations and you know the the gamble of getting in you know that now it's just that saves so much time and it gives everyone yeah, a fair playing I- field by the third day, you and
0: Ben had given up and decided to go to Disney instead,
1: yeah, by the last day, um uh, myself and yeah, myself and Ben, we ended up just calling it. We were like, you know what? we're gonna go to Disney World instead for the full day because we had we had the passes uh, for the week and uh, so we decided to to do that and and you and Bryce went to uh the, the celebration, yeah the the final yeah. day. yeah yeah,
0: we left the hotel at three in the morning and we got there and we got into uh The Mark Hamill panel.
1: That's right. Yeah,
0: yeah. We got the Mark Mark Hamill panel, and we got the closing ceremonies. So, yeah, if you in the old system, there you go. You got to leave at three AM, or it's too late.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, and and those people who are going to celebration who are locals, you know, they have a, a really nice advantage because they're not paying for. uh You know, we are paying for a hotel and stuff to to stay in, and and then we quickly realized what the heck are we paying for a hotel. We can just be homeless and tent outside on the street and we'll be right here in the morning for choosing our wristbands, you know, like, yeah, it was only- They
0: open the doors super early and there's more lineup. So we didn't see this the first few days cause everything was already open. Yeah. When Bryce and I went, they opened the initial doors and people get inside and then there was another lineup that was like the size of a large gymnasium or yeah. an arena. And then you just sat there and they waited for everything to officially open.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they let people go to a room. You
0: have to grab all of your wristbands. So then you line up again.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like line after line after line. So I feel like all of that's just going to be gone now. It's just going to be security. You scan your badge, boom, you're in. And then everything else is taken care of through the app and through the website. So anyone going this year, so much better. Yeah. So anyone going this year, uh, make sure that you double check, triple check your phone um, you know, check it every day kind of thing. Just always be using that thing for, for updates. If you enable push notifications, I'm sure the app is probably smart enough to let you know when stuff is happening. So when we were there, I remember that, um, I, well, Twitter used to have a feature where you could convert a specific RSS feed from a specific Twitter account into SMS that would then send to your phone. And if you left your phone on roaming, you'd be able to get those tweets uh, sent as text messages to your phone, which was really handy because I was able to do that with the Star Wars Celebration Twitter account. And being on an international phone from outside the US, I was able to put my phone on roaming for free and with no access to reliable Wi-Fi or data, I was able to get those updates from the different booths when they announced things like, "We're giving away this for free. First hundred people to show up, get it." You know, it's, it's things like that. It's things in the moment which you just need to know, kind of right then and there. Things that are not on the itinerary, not on the schedule. Uh, sometimes following those social media accounts do does really help. Um, so hopefully, uh, since that feature on Twitter was in fact. Removed as of 2020, I believe, which really sucks. Uh, But uh, for those of you going down in person this year, hopefully you find a a different alternative to that. Maybe the Celebration app has gotten a lot better. Maybe it's improved. Maybe um, the Wi-Fi at the convention center will be a lot better than the one that we were at. Uh, I have no idea. But you'll definitely want to keep tabs on your phone while you're there and uh, those constant social media updates because uh, you can score pretty big sometimes by just knowing where to go and uh you know the the instantaneous pieces of information like surprise guest appearances on the celebration stage and whatnot uh you'll be surprised exactly what goes down uh, if you're there in person you don't want to miss it so that's a that's a great little tidbit there to keep in mind
0: i have a, I have a couple of tips i wrote down go for it um so the last several years they've given away posters Mm-hmm And they're cardstock posters. They're not really posters that you want to fold. Yeah, you don't want to fold
1: those things. Yeah. Once you fold them, they're worthless.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so a lot of them were given away at panels. So you have to actually get into a panel to get one. But it's definitely worth, especially if they do it early, you know, you're going to get into the bigger panels. Definitely bring something to protect these posters. Mm -hmm. They're smaller than a proper movie poster. Like we have, we have some, well, how, What size? Yeah, we, we got, like we got
1: some here. Um, so a foot and a half by two and a half feet roughly. Yeah. Something like that. So, so definitely the size, um, roughly the size of some carry on cases, but not all of them. It's probably just big enough that it might not fit in your carry on. So is your recommendation to bring something like a, a large folder or something that maybe they can. Yeah. Or like a,
0: I I personally this would be my suggestion. I don't know if you want to bring it for a whole day at celebration, but maybe there's a way to so bring something that would be a, a cheap frame you can get from like Michaels or IKEA or something, something just to keep it flat and it's not going to get bent because uh-huh. I recall after they handed them out at celebration, you could see people and they were carrying them and they, like, they didn't want to bend them, and they, they didn't want to touch anybody. If you walked towards them, they would, like, back away. To, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Touch uh, poster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, this pe- these people, their, their day is written off because they got to take this poster somewhere. It's going to get damaged. So yeah, uh, just be aware that that is a thing. So you probably. So true. If you're lucky enough to get one, it'd be best to have something to protect it. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there's, like, a, if they saw frames that collapse or something. But
1: I see you got Chewbacca with you. <laughs> um yeah that's the new pup this is the new pup eh? um so yeah that's a great point um i you know what i would recommend is almost um uh you could you could fold up a uh a poster board to make into a folder of some kind that you then it's a little easier to that carry yeah it doesn't doesn't damage the edges and and whatnot uh that that way it gives you something to to protect the posters a little bit uh so this was
0: this might be a personal thing per opinion but uh, i found actually the closing ceremonies were kind of meh okay so i i guess in my head i had built it up that there's probably gonna be some bigger cast there and they were all gonna like have a thank you for coming whatever but really it was just he was hosting and it was a lot of just waiting and then eventually in our case, it was Warwick Davis. It was cool to see him. But he he more or less just said, Yep, yeah, thanks for coming," and then it was over.
1: So, what was uh, was John Williams? No, he was at the opening ceremony. Is that that was? That's right. That was opening. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Definitely get in on that opening ceremony. I don't know if that's happening on the Thursday or the Friday, but uh, yeah, that one definitely would be better than the the closing ceremony for sure. Because there's nothing yeah. left to announce at the closing ceremony. It's just kind of like a farewell, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. So. I mean, it, it's not, I think there's nothing else going on, so it's probably still worth going to. But if you are cutting tight for a dinner or uh, going to catch a flight or something, just a heads up that you probably won't miss miss mm-hmm. too much if you, you can't make it.
1: What's your take on uh, advice on food? Uh, you know, some of our listeners might be going to celebration. They might be wondering uh, what kind of food places there is to get breakfast, lunch and dinner.
0: Um, I think we ate at least one meal there and it was really overpriced. Bring a
1: fanny pack or something, you know, keep, <laughs> keep your, you know, your pockets fill up really quick at places like this. And, uh, you know, bring some granola bars, bring, uh, some fruit. Like, uh, I know we Did stopped Did they let off. us
0: bring food in though? I feel like security normally doesn't let you do that.
1: Yeah, we were, we were able to bring, um, I feel like we, we were able to bring some things in. They do check your bags. Uh, there was a bag check, but like kind of like a Disneyland, but you, you can bring stuff like that in uh so there wasn't a whole lot of options there was there was a some overpriced food like you mentioned but these convention centers at least at the one that we were at were not exactly on the same block as a restaurant you can't exactly just you know yeah you can't exactly far see, from everything Yeah, it's far from everything nothing's close by and uh, you know we live in a place in which things are very consolidated and close by to each other so we didn't really think of that until we were down there i was like wow it's like 20 minutes drive to a restaurant. Like we're in an area in which it's just convention center and buildings, like business parking. buildings and parking and it was crazy, man. Like like the like the whole thing felt as big as our city kind of thing, but um it's uh it is what it it's is. Like an airport. Yeah, it's like an airport. It's like it's like being in an airport and and being on the other side of security. It's like where, where do you find stuff, you know? As you you might find a little snack shack somewhere if you're lucky. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, inside the building, they did have a handful of restaurants.
0: Yeah, but they were they were all fast food and they were all
1: um, Yeah, over the counter hot dog price. style. Yeah, it's like 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 17 US dollars for a hot dog or something crazy, you know. <laughs> it's just a little ridiculous. I don't know if Anaheim's any different in the sense that there's restaurants close by. I didn't look that up. Um, but just def- definitely keep it in mind, um, food, you want to think about it. I know we stopped off at a, uh, when we got our hotel, we made a quick, uh, stop in at a grocery store nearby and we picked up some groceries, which allowed us to kind of eat and run in the morning. Uh, we picked up some apples and bananas and, uh, some I know, muffins. yeah, muffins and, uh, and stuff, you know, just stuff from the grocery store. That's really kind of quick and easy to, to eat or, or throw in a bag or something like that for the day. And uh, that really saved us a lot of time. It saved us uh, basically breakfast and sometimes snacks. Um, and uh, the only thing we really needed to worry about sometimes was lunch. And I remember half the time we didn't even eat lunch because we would just skip lunch because we were busy doing something at Celebration. And then we would have dinner later at uh, either the Disney parks or or. Somewhere else, I know we did go out. If I'm from, not mistaken, it was Olive Garden. Yeah, we did go to <laughs> yes, <laughs> Olive Garden. Uh, yeah, so free bread. <laughs> yeah, breadsticks for life. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it really depends on the area. So just keep that in mind. You got to feed yourself, and uh, it, there's a lot of walking involved. So if you have trouble with uh, getting around on your legs, uh, you may want to uh, you may want to consider bringing something to alleviate the pain bring some, uh, blister, uh, patches, you know, for hiking. Uh, that's probably a good suggestion. Um, y- bring some gel things for your heels. I mean, we were on our shoes all day, man. Like, oh, like it yeah. was a long was not, day and it's concrete. It's not soft floors. That's right. Yeah. No carpets. So, uh, well, no soft carpets that is. So, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, think of your, uh, your mobility as well. Some people will be going to Star Wars Nights after celebration ends for the day. So Star Wars Nights is a, an event now that Disneyland holds um post uh, Star Wars celebration which is an evening in Galaxy's Edge and uh, um Dis- Nights is spelled N I T E S I believe. Um and it's called Disneyland After Dark Star Wars Night. So check that out. It's disneyland.disney.go Um, dot com (laughs) and uh, it's called Disneyland after dark Star Wars night prepare for the ultimate Star Wars extravaganza uh, at an after party hours uh, party packed with galactic fun coming May 3rd 4th and May 27th so obviously May 3rd and 4th are in the past um, but May 27th is coming up Um, it does look like general admission tickets are sold out Um, and uh, but you know those of you who are going to that It's uh, from 9 p.m. until 1 a.m., and uh, that's in the Disneyland Park. Uh, Mix-in begins at 6 p.m., so it looks like you can enter at 6 p.m. onwards if you have admission. And uh, it started at $134 per person. So just keep that in mind for next year or maybe some of the years after if you um, do like the idea of doing that. And uh, parking fees are not included if you have a car. Um, there's always more information at the phone number 714-300-7807. So, uh, yeah, there's always that as well, which is kind of neat. Uh, oh, they're also they encourage you to dust off those lightsabers and dress up as your favorite Star Wars character. So that's definitely something to uh, keep in mind. Disney is not Disney. Yeah, the, they're not always the friendliest with people dressing up.
0: Hmm, there might be rules. On top of that, so I would look look into it because they might not allow any face coverings or mm-hmm. uh, weapons, which was the case before the pandemic. So maybe you could wear face coverings now,
1: but there, I, yeah, there I don't is, a, there is look a into it. There is a costume guidelines on the page that uh, I'm looking at. So uh, it says check out costume guidelines below, except uh, those that oh here costume guidelines. Uh, so. Uh, Yeah, they have a bunch of uh, rights to reserve to deny admission because of what you might be wearing, Um, whether it be inappropriate or something that clashes with um, the uh, believability. I think what they're aiming for is that you can't look as good as the actual cast members in their costumes. (laughs) So some of you guys (laughs) who have insane costumes at Celebration, which look tremendously Uh, amazing and beautiful. We've seen some amazing costumes at Celebration. There's some crazy looking ones there, people in full-on clone gear and this and that. Uh, I'm sad to say that you might not be able to wear that kind of thing in the Disney park. So make sure you check on that stuff before you go. Um, And uh, that's pretty much all the stuff I can think of. Um, Let's run through... I totally missed this. Um, Let's run through the tickets stuff and then the uh, panels, how people can watch online, and then we'll wrap it up here.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, good
1: call. So, yeah, so tickets are sold out. Um, Probably should have started with that. Uh, (laughs) uh. (laughs) Sorry to get your hopes up. (laughs) Sorry to get your hopes up. Um, The Jedi Master package is sold out. That's uh, the top of the line package. The four-day kids pass is not sold out the four day adult pass is Um, day passes for adults from Friday through Sunday are sold out, but Thursday is still available. Um, And kids passes from Thursday through Sunday are all still available as well. Um, Kids qualify between the ages of six and 12. So uh, just keep that in mind. Um, So if you're still looking to attend celebration, you're in the area, Uh, You didn't plan on going. You're hearing this podcast episode now. You're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go. Thursday is 75 bucks for the day. And uh, you can take your uh, seven-year-old, six-year-old kid uh, for an additional $35. Uh, Might not be a bad thing to just try out for a day and uh, see if you like it. So if
0: you're a fan of our podcast and you're listening and you're 12 years old, maybe you and your friends can snag some tickets. And
1: with your parents' permission, go check it out. Yeah, there you go. Um, All right. So. Um, additionally to that, I do want to mention something new that they're that they're um, doing. Uh, I don't know if they started it last time or this time, but uh, Celebration has teamed up with a company called Light. Uh, Light is spelled L Y T E. It's called Light Ticket Exchange, and uh, um, they've teamed up with Light to create a legitimate, safe, and official ticket exchange. So fans may return their sold out ticket types to Light, or they may make a reservation to purchase a Celebration ticket from light after a ticket type has sold out. Uh, In buying from light instead of a secondary market, Star Wars Celebration fans can help undercut scalpers, receive fairer prices, and be assured that they are purchasing a genuine Celebration ticket. So definitely keep that in mind. If you're looking for a ticket that is sold out, look for the starwarscelebration.com light ticket exchange page. Uh, It does exist on the website. And uh, I'm also going to uh, link um, in the description of this podcast episode where you can get that uh, just to make it easier to find. Um, but there is an official wait list in exchange for anyone who last minute can't go. They got to sell their ticket. Um, there's a huge lineup of people that will probably be in line to get it. So you can put your name on that list and uh, kind of uh, cross your fingers and uh, you'll know that it's not going to be scalped. You're getting a fair wage, uh, you know, a fair price for it. And, and that's a, an, a system that is... Uh, tremendously applauded you know I feel like uh, they got they got to get the uh, the audience clap for that you know I feel like uh, that really does a lot of good you know uh, just making everything so much more accessible and easy to uh, to get so yeah for sure and there's nothing like scalping with scalpers yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're kind of killing the system you know um yeah, exactly yeah so that's yeah right. that's, a, that's a great way to um you know i commend them uh, greatly for for putting that together uh so uh the last thing that we're going to run through is how you can enjoy celebration at home and uh, what kind of big panels are going to be there um if you're going in person So uh, let's start off with what's happening next week on Thursday, which is the first day of Star Wars Celebration. There's going to be uh, a panel at 11 a.m. until 1230 p.m., and it's called Lucasfilms Studio Showcase. Uh, So the description reads, Star Wars Celebration returns, launching with a must-see showcase that will kick the weekend's festivities into hyperdrive. Lucasfilm's current crop of live action filmmakers will be joined by special guests to discuss the many Star Wars adventures coming soon, including Obi-Wan Kenobi Andor, and the Mandalorian. And this is on the celebration stage. Uh, it'll be streamed live for probably the other stages uh, as well. If you don't get into the main stage. Uh, and I assume if it's being streamed to the other stages, it means that it's also going to be streamed to us at home. So uh, hit that bell notification on YouTube And, uh, you know, make sure you catch those live, um, those live uh, showcases at home um, as well. And I'm surprised that Thursday is not sold out yet, because that's a really big panel. You know, that's, that's all the stuff that's coming up. (laughs) I feel like you and McGregor will be at that panel. (laughs) It could just be there's a lot of locals going and they're all working Thursday. Uh, Maybe, maybe. I mean, I know Thursday is kind of an awkward day of the week. But if someone's got the the vacation time, I mean, uh, you know, I'm definitely surprised that it's not sold out. But Um, But yeah, you're right. It's not part of the weekend. It's kind of the weird first day. And uh, it's at 11 a.m. So uh, yeah, but that is the first official day of celebration. So make sure you tune into YouTube at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Thursday, May 26th. And uh, you might catch Lucasfilm Studio Showcase. Um, Friday is definitely where a lot of the action is. So let's start off with 11 a.m. There's a, a panel called Light and Magic. And I have a feeling that this is a behind the scenes industrial light and magic um, uh, panel, I regrettably did not put down the, uh, description for, for this one. Um, let me see if I can find, uh, find the description for this. Uh, there is another panel later in, uh, at 2 p.m. called Star Wars Attack of the Clones 20th Anniversary and, uh, that's at 2 and it goes until 3 p.m. and that same day, um, of course, we'll uh, on both possibly Thursday or Friday, maybe we'll compile those two days into a podcast episode and uh, chat about what we heard over the last two days from uh, Celebration. So you can look forward to that as well. Um, Saturday rolls around. There's a panel happening at 11 a.m. called Mando Plus, a conversation with John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Um, so you don't want to miss that. That goes from 11 a.m. until noon. And then at 2.30 p.m. on Saturday, there's another one called Tales of the Jedi panel. And uh, this is very interesting. Tales of the Jedi is their new animated series that they're announcing. It's an anthology animated series, which is uh, basically like Star Wars Visions, but it's a bunch of shorts. Um, And I don't know if they're all sequential or if they're different characters at different points in time. Um, But that's going to be really cool because I think it's supposed to be canon, I think. And uh, I, oh, it's based on the Tales of the Jedi comic title by Dark Horse, and so that's going to be really cool to see exactly what they've got planned for that. Um, and with guest Dave Filoni. Yeah, I mean it's Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau. I mean you know you can't really go wrong with that. So uh, yeah, look forward to <laughs> look forward to that on uh, on the Saturday. Um, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, here is the. Sorry, here is the I've got the page open now. This is the uh, description of
0: Rancho Obi-Wan has a panel. That'd be cool. Check out Steve Sansweet
1: and his collection. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Are you looking at the same page? I am The, the page with all the panels on it.
0: Mm-hmm. yep it's really hard to figure out what's what yeah <laughs> it's all kind of crammed together and the filters don't work <laughs> so, You listeners at home don't have to deal with that thanks
1: for tuning in we'll tell you what's going on yeah exactly tales of the jedi so introducing tales of the jedi animated anthology shorts hosted by amy ratcliffe with special guest dave filoni streamed live on uh the celebration stage um and uh i'm gonna go back to the uh attack of the clones um attack of the clones um there is a description for this panel as well and it reads the shroud of the dark side has fallen join us as we celebrate the 20th anniversary of star wars attack of the clones the movie that not only introduced a lightsaber wielding yoda um a coming of age uh cut off there a uh, coming of age anakin skywalker and clones it also ushered in a new era of digital cinema with two decades, uh, which two decades later has become an industry standard special guests and behind the scenes content will be revealed. And in this can not miss commemoration of t- the 2002 epic, I have a feeling that uh, not only will you and McGregor be there, but I think Hayden Christensen will also be there as well. I wouldn't be surprised if there were to be a panel, this would be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's definitely one to look forward to uh, for sure. Um, So, um, the, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's move to the last day here, which, um, is the Sunday. And, uh, that is, uh, kicking things off in the morning with an 11 AM star Wars, the bad batch season two panel, which goes from 11 until noon. And, uh, then at the end of the day, there's at three 30 until four 30 PM. Is the celebration Anaheim closing ceremony panel as well? So that's um, some uh, that's some good stuff right there. Uh,
0: Bear in mind, everything we're talking about is the streaming panels that can be viewed
1: online. To be, if you're a person, there's significantly more yeah so those are just the big things those are the ones that um yeah exactly um so those are going to be hosted on large stages which is the most likely ones that will be streamed to us at home on youtube but if you're there in person there's a significantly uh, larger selection of panels to go to um, i'm just going to quickly read the description for this bad batch one so um Join host uh, David Collins as he invites uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch executive producer and supervising director Brad Rau, executive producer and head writer Jen Corbett, story editor Matt uh, Mitch Novetz, and actors D. Bradley Baker, uh, Michelle Ang, uh, to discuss highlights from the first season of the acclaimed series as well as some exciting hints as to what's to come in season two. Uh, so uh, I'm sure we'll get, probably get a trailer for season two as well, which is pretty exciting. And And if you're
0: uh, you're wondering why there's only two actors there for a cast that is five, it's because D Bradley Baker plays four
1: characters. That's that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, but like you said, there is a ton more panels. Um, Those are just the ones that people can probably look forward to on YouTube uh, streaming live at home, but there's so many more. Uh, There's a huge list of them. Um, And maybe we can even run through a few of them here. Do you see anything interesting? On that giant list.
0: Well, let's take a look here. Starting on Thursday. Oh man, it's gonna be hard to pick out stuff really fast. That's gonna be good because there's just so many. There's a lot of options. My yeah. first recommendation to just quickly look online, see if anything catches your eye. If you haven't done that yet, there's one. Are there's one already, with the, but-
1: there's one with Ian McDermott on the celebration stage. So that that might be a, a possible streamable one. Um, it's called uh, Ian McDermott, an audience with the Emperor, and uh, he's sitting down to be um, uh, interviewed uh, by the host of the panel and uh, providing some bone chilling performances, uh, <laughs> uh, some stories about his uh, his time playing Emperor Palpatine for the three trilogies um, and uh, reveal rare insights and behind the scenes. So That sounds pretty cool. Uh, it looks like on Thursday there's also uh, a panel with Ashley Eckstein uh, regarding uh, Ahsoka Tano. So it's called Ahsoka Tano, the purest example of what a Jedi should be. Oh, sorry, that's a fan stage. That's a fan panel. Um, that's right. There's a ton of fan panels happening. There's a lot of podcasters that are going to be down there as well as shout out um, to Mandalorian Mercs. Yeah, they're going to be uh, they're going to be down there as well, uh, probably putting something on. Um, There's a R2D2 Builders Club, of course, is going to be there. They're there every year. And uh, they're going to be putting on a panel on Thursday as well uh, called Meet a Droid, which happens from 1 into 1.45. Um, There's a panel which you can learn origami, uh, one called Mandalorian Motion and Energy. And, uh, you know, like you said, I mean, there's so much stuff going on. I'm going to drop a link in the description and uh, people can check out the list for themselves down there. And uh, there's there's so much going on that uh, if you're going in person, you've got quite a bit to choose from. So um, that being said, I mean, uh, you know, what's the last thing? Uh, any any last any last things before we should wrap it up here?
0: Uh, just any listeners, if you are heading out and you and you get there, maybe uh, send us some pics or shoot us a, a text or shout us out on Twitter at Star Wars Escape Pod Podcast and uh we'll mention here on the show looking forward to anything we get from you guys what's going on it's pretty cool
1: yeah wish i could be there that's a great idea whenever you uh share a picture or uh or something like that you know hashtag the star wars celebration um hashtag in there but then also uh tag us you know send us send us the photo on there just uh, throw in at SWscape podcast we'd love to check out all these cool photos that's one thing that we can't experience while we're at home uh, is uh, the fan experience of what it's like to be in that convention center with all those, all those booths, all those shops, and uh, you know the costumes and everything? You know that's something you. So can't, many. Yeah. There's-
0: I recall Bryce was recording the a bunch of Mandalorian mercs as they were heading out and he was just recording them get off the escalator one at a time. He said he was there fifteen minutes and he's like, hey, I got I gotta go. <laughs> There's so <Yeah>. many. <laughs> They're still just coming. There's so just so many Mandalorians. So cool though, right? And and, and uh, had that group photo with the Soka out front it was pretty cool. Yeah, that actually, was pretty like, X time showed up in character.
1: That's right, yeah. So yeah, lots to look forward to. Send us your photos, uh take lots of video. And uh, you know, for those of you who are joining us uh, at home, watching Star Wars Celebration, uh, you know, we, we won't be doing any live reaction stuff. Uh, I'm sure you know we can all enjoy it, uh, the panels for ourselves in our own time. But uh, we'll, we'll definitely be putting out um, online Star Wars Celebration at home uh, reviews. You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna be uh, uh, feeding off the all the buzz that's gonna be happening. You know, with all the new reveals coming out, and uh, you know, including. Uh, a new live action series that they will likely announce while celebrations uh, celebration's going on that's what the buzz is all about lately um, a uh, coming of age uh, show of some kind which you know we'll reveal more information about that in the Vanity Fair review which came out not too long ago and uh, you can look forward to a podcast episode dedicated about that as well so much stuff to stay on top of so uh, we'll catch you in the next one Blake See you out there. Keep flying. And for those of you guys listening in at home, share the show with a friend, go to Celebration. Look for those Celebration after shows. And of course, Kenobi coming out the same week. Celebration is a good time to be alive as a Star Wars fan. May the Force be with you guys. And we'll see you next time.